Welcome to the Sports Storm. I'm your host, Dylan Robin. Today, we are going to be talking about the Julio Jones trade, NBA playoffs, and top 10 players in the MLB. Let's get started. As you might know, just today, Julio Jones got traded to the Tennessee Titans for a second-round draft pick and a fourth-round draft pick from next year. And the Titans get in return Julio and a sixth-round draft pick. What I think of this trade is I think the Titans full-on win it. They got very, very, they spent very, very little for Julio Jones, and that is perfect for them. The Titans now are a full-on Super Bowl contender, even if they weren't before. But, um... I think this is a great trade. I think the Patriots, they should be ashamed that they didn't get Julio Jones. And I think that the Titans should be able to win the South. And yeah, that's Julio Jones. Now my grades on this Julio Jones trade is I'm going to give the Titans an A-. I think it could be an A- plus or an A, but I think it's an A-. minus. Because they could have probably gotten a fifth-round pick back and not a sixth. And, yeah, and I'm going to give the Falcons a C+. Um, They should have definitely tried to get a first-round pick. I think it could have been possible. And that 2023 fourth-rounder, maybe they should have tried to get a third-rounder. And I think it's not good for the Falcons. Like, pretty bad. Lastly, how many good years do I think Julio has left in him? I think he has four. I say this year with Tannehill, he goes, he probably gets a thousand yards, just breaks it, probably seven touchdowns. He's not the number one wide receiver on this team. It is A.J. Brown. It's really helping them because they lost Corey Davis and Jonu Smith in this offseason. Um, next year, I think he'll do fine. I think the year after, he's going to start to regress like big time. And I think by 2026, 2025, he might not be on the Titans anymore. So that's Julio. Let's get on to the playoffs. Now we are going to talk about the NBA playoffs. Right now, as I am recording this, the Clippers and the Mavericks are playing. Right now, the Clippers are winning 70-62. to 62. Don Chick has 30 points in the first half. It's crazy. But the Nets are beating the Bucks 1-0 in this conference semifinal series. And I'm going to go with the Nets winning in seven. I think the Bucks are a really good team, and this series is going to be really fun. And, yeah. And now we have the Phoenix Suns versus the Denver Nuggets. I'm going to have the Suns winning in six. I love the Nuggets. They're such a fun team to watch. But I think Chris Paul and Devin Booker are just really unstoppable. And I think those Suns can make it to the finals. And then um, we have the Jazz versus the winner of the Clippers-Mavericks game. Let's say it's Clippers. I say if it's Clippers, I'm going to have the Jazz winning in six. I think the Clippers are a really good team, but I just think the Jazz are just better. I love Donovan Mitchell. In fact, I just got his new shoes today. Ha, ha, ha. Um, And if it's the Mavericks, I think the Jazz are going to win in seven. I think the Mavericks have a better chance to beat the Jazz. 
And I don't think they're the better team, but I just think Luka Doncic could just run through that defense, even with Rudy Gobert. So those are my conference semifinal picks. Oh, wait a second. I forgot 76ers versus Hawks. Hawks are up 1-0, and I think 76ers are going to win in 7. I think the Hawks got a great 1-0 win, but the, the 76ers are a great team, and like, there's no doubt about that. So yeah, we're going to go with 76ers and 7. Let's get on to baseball. An honorable mention for a top 10, he comes 11, Juan Soto. He is such a good player, but he's just not living up to the hype. But Juan Soto is 11. Now we have the top 10 players in the MLB. At number 10, I have Trevor Bauer, pitcher for the Dodgers. He is doing insane this year with 103 strikeouts, 11 quality starts, a 2.40 ERA, and a 6-4 record. At 9, I have Aaron Judge, right fielder for the New York Yankees. He's doing pretty good at a 2.89 batting average, 21 extra base hits, 14 home runs, and 31 RBIs. At 8, I have Raphael Devers, third baseman for the Boston Red Sox. He's batting 282, but he has 33 extra base hits, 15 home runs, and a league-leading 48 RBIs. Now we have Byron Buxton at 7, who is injured, but he's batting around a 3-3-3, and if he comes back, he's hit a lot of homers and very good. And now we have Mike Trout, who at 6, his name is Mike Trout, you understand, like, he's injured, like, he's not coming back for a couple of weeks, I guess, but, like, that's why he's not higher, but 6 is good enough. He is healthy best player in the MLB, but he's not healthy, and there's five players that are just so much better. And at five, we have Vladimir Guerrero Jr., first base slash third base. He's batting a league-leading 3-3-3, 30 extra base hits, 18 home runs, and second place, 47 RBIs. This guy is a young stud and insane. At four, this could be arguable, Ronald Acuna Jr., center fielder. He's batting 278, 27 extra base hits, 17 home runs, and 35 RBIs. Probably the best outfielder in the NL and just great player. At three, this is one of my favorite players to watch, Shohei Otani, pitcher slash first baseman slash DH. Batting, he is batting 2.59, 31 extra base hits, 16 home runs, and 42 RBIs. Pitching, he's 2-1 and one in 8 starts, a 2.76 ERA with 60 strikeouts. In number 2, we have Jacob deGrom, the pitcher. He is 5-2 and two with 7 quality starts. He has a 0.62 ERA, 93, no, it's a .62 ERA, my bad, 93 strikeouts. In his 7 starts, he's let up 4 runs. This guy is insane. And Fernando Tatis Jr., shortstop for the San Diego Padres, is my number one player. I think he is a very good hitter, very good fielder, fast. I think Fernando Tatis deserves to be the number one player in the MLB. And that is it for the Sports Storm. Remember, new episodes on Wednesdays and Sundays.